Are you watching some Russian porn in the background? Take a silence to the yes. <laughs> oh, you only just go around to watching it now. <laughs> Hang on. About to do a podcast on a film that Ross has only just watched now and hasn't quite finished. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, are we doing a watch along? Is that what it is? Yeah, have you already watched it? <laughs> Hello? Oh, you got, is that new? Uh, it's from work, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got a new laptop from work, and I, I picked up a new set of headphones while I was at it with a mic. So, once again, very rich, very deep, very warm. That's me, Simon. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm not that rich, <laughs> but I am, but I am, I am deep and uh, tepid. Um, yeah, before you slate me, I've seen this film. Fucking, I've seen this film so many times. Like, yeah. it wasn't entirely necessary for me to watch again, but I thought it's in the spirit, isn't it? Mm. Um, and it has been a while, so I thought I'll. Uh, I've just had it sort of playing in the background. Um, I, th- I think you're at the saddest bit of the whole film as well. Yeah, when Shoshana dies. Yeah, well, when they both die, you you kind of almost feel a bit sorry for him as well, to an extent. Um, Fred Frederick Zoller. Yeah, um, and the, you, you you can it sort of pans across to the to the uh, the film, and he's there sort of feeling all anguished that he's killed so many people, and he's like lying there dead on the floor. Just yeah, I, just it just yeah gets to me a little bit that bit. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, fuck him, though, he's in our bed, isn't he? <laughs> you, I, you dressed, got, you just. Well, you, you, you dressed almost like. Uh, have you been? Um, have you been playing for a geography teacher? <laughs> have you had another? <laughs> have you had another interview? No, 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 I haven't. I've just put a jumper on because <laughs> oh, I was cold. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. Is that, is that all right? Yeah, that's fine, mate. Yeah, it, it, it does. It 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 smells of geography teacher, though, doesn't it? Which isn't a uh, nice I, smell. I, I, can, I can smell the Branson pickle sarnies from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is exactly what I had for dinner. <laughs> See, I don't make it up. Oh no! <laughs> is there any character I'm developing without my knowledge? I say there is a. There, I say it because it's not entirely. Um, we used to have a teacher. We used to have an English teacher um, who who stepped in quite late in our secondary school game called Mr. Brunskill. Right. And he was he was almost like a yeah he was a cross between um, who was he a cross between Alan Partridge certainly. Um, if you open the dictionary to geography school teacher, there'd just be a picture of him. Yeah, but he was an English teacher, but he was almost right. like a it was it was almost like a bastardization of Richard Gear, Roger Waters, and Alan Alan Partridge. Right. Um and unfortunately he didn't get much of an easy ride and he was quite badly bullied by uh by our year. I always felt quite bad for him because I loved English. I just found it that easy. Right. And um but he always used to have he didn't do him so many favours and he had these bloody 
you know, these uh, blazers, these smoking jackets with the pads on it. Yeah. And he used to have his sarnies just stuffed into his pocket. And you'd see him when he'd be walking around the class and you'd just see this sort of cling film hanging out of his pocket. (laughs) And it was always wrapped around these Branston pickle sarnies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mr. Brunston likes his Branston. Brunskill. Mr. Brunskill likes his Branston. Was that that a chant? There was only one real chant. Do you remember it? Uh, 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 no, I don't. Any Mr. Murray, does your bum smell a curry? Does it smell? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Speak. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I knock you back down. Speak. Moi, moi, Annie, I love you. Yeah, that's fine. It's actually, um, yeah, they're good. At work, on, on, my, on my desk in the office, I've, for, for years I've had this little um, in-ear Bluetooth right. um, microphone and thing. But um, it's been since we moved office, I don't know what it is, it's just been playing up and I'm like joining meetings and trying to speak to customers. What, what, the thing is, I, I asked for it when, I, when not long after I first started at the company because um, you, you spend that long on the phone and I, I hate being sat down on my phone like this, yeah. like holding a headset to my ear. Like even when I'm on the phone to you, like I'm always, I've got you on loudspeaker and I'm moving around or I've got headphones in and I, I'm moving around. I don't like being static for too yeah. long. Um, unless it's you know, a podcast, is different when you're actually having a conversation with someone, and it's different. So uh, yeah, this headset was just not working. So um, when I was in last week, I said, uh, "I need a new headset. I want headphones, the microphone, you know." And then I got this. It's you know, it's 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 not wireless, but right, it's a belter. Pretty good quality, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not actually sure what make it is. It's um, Poly. Oh yeah, Polly. Yeah, yeah. They're up there with Apple and uh, Microsoft, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Does the job, mate. Does the job. That's all you need, isn't it? Does the job, our kid. Doesn't it? Does the job, our kid. Bish bosh. Does the job. Bang <laughs> bang bing. Do that. Did thing. you get your car? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it fucked? <laughs> well, I mean, I the, for the last three and a half years, it's had the engine light warning on. No one's been able to do anything with it in that amount of time. It's passed three times on the MOT and it still still had it on. So obviously no one's that bothered about it. And it's been really, I, I've specifically taken it, obviously with MOTs for three years, I've specifically taken it into three different places to try and sort it. And they've not been able to sort it. So I've just had it done for wheel wheel bearing, right, right under wheel bearing. And... Um, it was leaking oil as well, so oil sump. £305 that cost. Mm. Boy, boy. She, she glides like she glides like a hot knife through butter right now, I'll tell you. Does she? Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> she's, she's she's a keeper. Old Ro- Romeo, you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's managed to sort the engine right. <sighs> Oh, that's fixed now, is it? Do you, just smash the da- do you just smash the LED on the dashboard? Take the bulb out. That's all <laughs> yeah. right, isn't it? That won't be bothering you anymore. <laughs> Neither will any other light, for that matter. <laughs> How many miles is on it? 
It's not not as much as I don't know. Do not tell you on the deck. It does, yeah, yeah. I just don't listen. Oh. <laughs> but you can see it every time you're getting it. Yeah, yeah. See it, yeah, see yeah. it the whole time I'm driving, yeah. Yeah, is it not? I, I literally would have just seen it. Probably would have been the last set of numbers I looked at. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Not, not okay. as much as you'd think. 150,000 more than? Probably less. Less, less than. Yeah, yeah can't remember. If uh, re- listeners would like to uh, uh, text in with their uh, guesses, uh, we'll have the answer <laughs> on the next podcast. <laughs> Any buyers? <laughs> yeah, mind, and, and crucially, any buyers. Anybody looking for an Alfa Romeo in all lights? <laughs> <laughs> but she purrs like a cat. Mm. <laughs> I did every noise but a purr there. So, should we do, do, you, do you want to do an intro or? Yeah, I can do. Actually, no, you, I, you've done loads of them. I feel like I haven't uh, done one in Oh, oh, I see. I do, yeah, I do a lot of outros, smashed, I think. Smashed it away as soon as I was giving it. Well, you've done quite, I always say, do you want to do one? And for the longest time, you're like, nah, you do it. But I feel like the last, quite a lot, like, you've been saying, yeah. I've been facing my fears, Ross. Yeah, you have, yeah. You, you can yeah. do the outro. Oh, when you go right like back that. to square I don't one. Know, <laughs> 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 right. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Simon and Ross Quentin Tarantino special podcast. Joined as always by my esteemed friend and colleague, Mr. Simon Parker. Hello, from across the Pennines. Now then. All the Today Alps. we're going to be the the across Alps. the other side of the Alps. Hello. Why the Alps? It's Germany. So it's oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. So French. today we're going to be talking about what is my favourite Quentin Tarantino film. That was, that was a quick episode. <laughs> Suspense gone. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think I've been quite... It's yeah, been yeah, no yeah. we even talked about it last favorite. time, though. Did we? So today we're going to be talking about Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Not Bastards. Bastards, yeah. Bastards. Bastards. So no, then big fish leave. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Bastards, yeah. <laughs> so buckle up make yourself nice and comfortable make Mm. sure that you've got a brew or if you're out and about make sure that you you know you've got the next the next 45 minutes free order zwei whiskies and do it properly (laughs) zwei the german the german zwei the the german zwei is that the other looks wrong your englishman gave himself away we are going to do some dodgy German accents as well. I didn't even factor oh, yeah. that in. I mean, I mean, there's no unless it's from a German. There's there's no other version, is there? Yeah, of a, of yeah. a German accent. It's either German or dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I will just roll the punches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go through your list of 20 facts? <laughs> Straight away. Where do you know? 
Where do you, um, where do you, when, when did you first see this film? I, first, I, do you know what? I had no interest in watching this film when it came out of the cinema. Just didn't. I thought, no, no. I know what you're trying to do, Quentin, but I'm not singing to your tune. I'm not dancing to your tune, Quentin. Uh, I'm not dancing to your tune, man. I thought it was too much of a departure for him at that point. Mm -hmm. So I I didn't watch it at the cinema. So I will will have watched it. It came out in 2009, didn't it? So I will have seen it. I I probably bought it on Blu-ray in 2010 when it came out. Yeah. And was Was pleasantly surprised by it. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't even remember that. I mean, I must have seen it when it first came out. I just can't yeah. believe it was that long ago. <laughs> it's like 13 years ago. But yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'd have been like 20. Yeah. It'd have been. Um, oh, I'd have been. Actually, I'd have been I've just turned 30. 21, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it was, I think it's just the, the, the opener for me is one of the strongest. Oh. Of any Tarantino film. Although he is good at fucking opening films. Fact number one. (laughs) (laughs) Quentin Tarantino thinks the opening scene with Lando and the milk uh, farmer is the best thing he's ever done. And I probably probably agree with him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As as one isolated scene in any of his films, I think it, 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 um, it sure does take some beating. It does. You know, he nearly cancelled the entire making of this film because he couldn't find a Hans Lander. Yeah, well, fact number 73. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should maybe we should style these facts off like we haven't, we just, we just, it's just there. Straight off the top of the head. It's like, hang on, just hear the rustling of papers. What number was it? 73, fact 73. <laughs> Verbatim from Google. <laughs> Copy and paste. Uh, well, I think, I think uh, from what I've read, he was originally going to make this uh, after Jackie Brown. Mm. Um, he started writing it around that sort of time. And as he started writing it, it just got bigger and bigger. And I think he got to the stage where he kind of thought, I, I can't possibly make this film at this moment. Um, so he ended up doing both Kill Bills, <laughs> which, <laughs> you know, arguably maybe even bigger film, but... Uh, and then went to do Death Proof, and then finally got round to to doing Inglorious Bastards. Got all the shit out of his system when he did yeah, Death maybe. Proof and uh, Planet Terror. <laughs> I'm glad he got it out of his system and it didn't leak into uh, because you can't. The two in terms of quality are like yeah, like two different directors. Uh, when you look at yeah. Death Proof and Inglorious, that's that's why it looks I've, without going backtracking or what we've already said. Death Proof is a bit of an outlier for me. Mm. Um, Planet Terror is not directed by Tarantino. No. Um, Death Proof is an outlier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think um, Inglorious Bastards is like a return to form. It's uh, no, it's... I, I, no, I, I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a form that he didn't have before. I, I think, I think, I think, I, I, I would definitely class Death Proof as the last of his original type of films. And I think mm-hmm. from Inglorious Bastards, he's gone on to do very different type of films, hasn't he? Yeah, I guess, yeah. But done in the same way <laughs> as the old Yeah, you know, you, you, you still know it's Tarantino. You're still yeah. watching something that is... Uh, so, all, all the tropes that we've talked about up to this point, like the characters just being outrageous and ridiculous. Yeah. Still the same in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, of course it is. I think what he did so well in this is just... 
how you can have how you can have a two and a half hour film where every scene is just so intense. Yeah. Yeah. And every scene's fascinating as well. As yeah. even even as as ridiculous as the, you know, if I try and think of the most mundane scene, probably like the introduction of Fazbender. Yeah. When yeah. he's talking to Mike Myers. <laughs> and it's the most ridiculous English accent I've ever heard. It's like Operation Kino. <laughs> and it's the playing into this, the biggest British stereotype you've ever yeah. heard, you know. Yeah. And um and and he's basically telling him that's obviously supposed to be Churchill in the background, isn't it? Yeah. Who's deciding whether or not Fazbender is the man for the job? Briefing. Yeah. Briefing. Um and that scene is just ridiculous, but it's just still brilliant. Yeah. And it, it, even though it's stupid as hell, that scene, it's like yeah. I watch it, I think, oh well, you two fuck off. But yeah. it's but it's still really, really good. Um, if, if, you we, are, if you offered me a whiskey and uh, still water, then I'd have a whiskey and still water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a drink for yourself, sir. It's yeah. like straight whiskey. What does he say? Something like, don't put any of that muck in it or something yeah. like that. But Michael Myers is just a bit of a joke, isn't he? Like, you can't have him without being... It's just his face. It's just the way he's like... <laughs> it's just the expressions. It's just, it's just Austin Powers, isn't it? Uh, no, I was going to say, it's just a slightly fat Austin Powers. But I think... Yeah. I, I th- well, I think... Where it goes quite nice because I've spoken to people who, who didn't realise it was Mike Myers, so I think it's right. only obvious to us because we, we we know and like Mike Myers. Yeah, but I think if you're watching it, maybe maybe not watching it as intently as we would watch it, it would be quite easy to just not even register that that's someone like him. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I guess if you I... just weren't tuned, if you weren't just as tuned in, yeah. It's a... Because you know you can, it's not like he doesn't look like Mike Myers. No, but I think <laughs> it quite it, it quite cleverly hides him for a little while because the, everything's filmed quite far away. Yeah? They're, they're all stood in this massive. The room. room's they're massive. All, yeah, they're all stood in very like three points opposite from each other, aren't they? They, they couldn't be any further away whilst they, still yeah. being in the same room. I think, and I yeah. think that plays quite well. That you said it, it, well, it sounds like Austin Powers, but I can't can't can't, can't quite see him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's one shagadelic baby away from being Mike Myers. I'm sure of it. One shagadelic officer. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's just take it back to the start of the film because mm. it's such a, obviously it's such a. But I didn't realize Tarantino had actually said that. Mm. Um, I've always felt it, it's always been my favorite. Yeah, um, it, it's my favorite opening as well as my favorite film. Like I've said, but yeah, there was um, I've, I've, the, the vast majority of my notes are actually, well, all of my notes are about that about that scene. Um, I've got facts, Simon, but they're up here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got facts. They're in down here. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the 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 first line that I the first note that I made um, was was it was two words followed by a full few bullet points, and the two words are passive dominance. And I actually originally wrote, <laughs> I actually wrote assertive dominance at first, and then scribbled it out and wrote mm. passive above it, which is the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then I wrote a list of things that Christoph Waltz does to assert to to, to be passively dominant in that space. Yeah. Can, can, can um, I can I guess some of them? Yeah. Um. I'll I'll tell you how many I've got. Okay. See if you can get them. Um. So I've got. Um. I put five down. All right, okay. Um, the the weird way that he compliments how beautiful his daughters are just completely just just weirds the farmer out. 
Then that's the, the very first the very first one i described it as staring too long yes yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is as yeah. well when when the one daughter goes to offer him some wine he grabs her he literally grabs a, a wrist and it, it's it, you could argue if he was a nice person you could argue that was him just being nice but you know that he's not a nice person but you don't know that he's not 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 a nice person <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At that point. So you, you you're just thinking, ooh, that's 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 creepy. Um Yeah. It's when he walk, the, when he first walks in and he stands and he looks at his three daughters. Yeah. And there's about there's about ten to fifteen seconds yeah, where long. he's just stood, <laughs> just looking at all three of them. Yeah. And then he walks over to them and then he yeah. kisses one's hand and then he makes a comment about the rumors in the town are true, each daughter is as beautiful as the last. Yeah. You know. I mean, um, it's not alluded to in the film, but I, 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 I'm wondering if he thinks that one of them is one of the Dreyfuses, uh, you know, the daughter, because the, the uh, what's her name, Min, Minuel, whatever her name is, I can't remember her name now. Emmanuel. Uh, no, uh, uh, what's her name? Shoshana. Shoshana, yeah. Is about Au revoir, say- Shoshana! <laughs> Poopstick. What does poopstick <laughs> mean? <laughs> Uh, it wasn't actually because I obviously I watched it with subtitles on top of the subtitles. Right. Okay. Because um, because seventy percent of the film is in a foreign language. Yeah. To to English. Um, and thirty uh, percent I watched in subtitle yeah. in English, and right. there is no subtitle for Pupski. Right. Okay. Is it Pupski? I don't know. I think it's Pupstick. <laughs> I think it's Pupski. I think it's I think it's almost like got you. Oh, like, right, okay. Because the thing is, he's lining up the shot, and you are one hundred percent convinced he will make that shot. Yes. It's like everything in that scene, how he holds himself, how professional he is, how a fucking he's just, you know, he's obviously a very incredibly serious, incredibly professional, very good at what he does. Yeah. You think everything leading up to that point is he she can did. make that shot, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. how it's how slowly he's like he's, he's not like quickly getting his gun yeah. to try and make the shot. He's he like has time she's, to place his briefcase back down and. Yeah, and then yeah. he lines it up and he's looking at her and it's like, he, if he pulls that trigger, he will make that shot. Yeah. And then I think he goes, boopski, because it's almost like, got you. Mm. It's almost like, uh, you know, like you're playing at Cops and Rock, you're playing at Armies, yeah. you know, when you used to have your hand for a gun and you go, bang, bang, got you. Yeah. That's how I, I interpret I, I, I read, I read why he let her go. And some arguments were that it was a, it was a, a rare shot, a, a rare... Showing of uh, mercy, showing of mercy, humility, or or something, or appreciation for the fact that you know he's just murdered the rest of her family. Um, some of it is she runs into the forest, which uh, that she's never going to survive in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's a good chance they find her again anyway, which ultimately sort of does. I think that his he he Oopsie. sort of he he implies later in the film that he doesn't derive any pleasure from killing. His pleasure comes from the detective element. Is the is the actual yeah. finding of people and the and the solving of a problem. He compares himself to Sherlock Holmes. Well, that's why he has a big Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, Sherlock same pipe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 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 I, I think that his job is done. He he's found them. Yeah. There's a there's a missing family of dairy farmers. He knows they're under there. The vast majority of them have just been killed. Um, and for him, the job is done. He doesn't need to kill her. Yeah. You know, he's found them. They're done. Yeah. End of. Um, yeah, that's the way I see it. It's a bit of a game, isn't it, to him? Yeah. 
thoughts. But anyway, back 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 to the right. back back to the the passive dominance list. You've said you've you've got one. I, um, it does this quite a few times, but asking permission um, is a weird dominance thing. It, it's almost it's almost like he's, it's, it's almost like he's fit. trying to prove to the farmer that the farmer's in control, even though he's absolutely not in control of any of it. Feigning politeness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. asking for the milk and asking for the second glass of milk. When you think the second glass of milk is kind of at the point where you think he's going to go away. But you think yeah. well, he's asking for another second glass of milk, then this is carrying on for a bit longer. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it, it, I didn't, less... I didn't, I, that wasn't part of the list. I don't think you could put that down as passive dominance, um, him being polite. Um, I think that's just part of his shtick. Mm. Um, that, yeah. But but continue. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the the asking to change to to English, obviously, that's useful for us, so we can hear it. That was number four of five, yeah. and and I've put it as uh, speaking in English um, and confessing that his French isn't that good, yeah. despite being eloquent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's he he basically what he says in fr- in French is incredibly is like I must con- he basically says I must confess my French is not that good yeah um I would want to but he says it perfectly it's yeah. like well your French is obviously bang on uh, and it's not like it's not like if you've got if you've gone let's say twelve minutes into a conversation and spoken French the whole time you could probably bluff the rest of it yeah exactly there's not going to be many more surprises and if there is then you've probably covered most words within that conversation already that you're going to use yeah but also i think it is i think he does realize that the the dreyfuses um aren't going to be able to understand the english so i think it, i think he knows they're there and can hear anyway so i think that's all part of it as well i i, I think it's yeah i mean he knows already like he knows when you're up by the time you get when he as soon as he arrives he knows that they've got people under the floorboards so the rest <laughs> is just for sure that's for his yeah. fun almost. Yeah. But um I, I I also see him not speaking French as a bit of a um slight on the fact that he's in France talking to a French yeah. family and he's like, Well, we're not gonna talk in your mother tongue. Yeah. But like us going it, to Spain it, and go to an English bar and asking for a full English breakfast in English. Yeah. 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 It it just it just <laughs> further insults, you know, yeah. the family. So yeah, that's one. I think you've missed two in between. Oh, you know, um, uh, the pipe, the pipes. Yeah, the pipe, is, the pipe is number five. The pipe right, is number okay. five. Yeah. Um, ooh. I, mm, I, I, asking him to describe the family. No, I don't think that's no dominance as such. No, that's just a simple. Because he, he would he would know them. He would know who they are, and he would know their ages and roughly what they look like. So there's no need to ask him for it. Um, well, I don't think he. I think he cracks on that he doesn't because he's looking at the list. He's like, ah, when he says Bob, yeah, Bob, he, he, go, he, go, he goes, hmm. He's like looking like I can't remember Bob being there. Ah, there's Bob. You know, he's the father of the family that, that he's looking for, so he's going to know who Bob. No, is. that's the that's the brother. Oh, is it? Bob's right. the brother. I think. But I, I didn't Bob. I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't put that down as passive. Okay. Are you telling yeah. the rest then? Because I'm obviously not going to get him. Uh, number two was downing the milk in one. Yeah. His first class. <laughs> <laughs> um, his first class, he literally just necks it. Yeah, and puts down that I saw as passive dominance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> and 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 the third one was um, 
asking um, uh, Monsieur Lapidite to, um, to to escort the girls outside. Yeah, where his where, where his men were. Mm. So he's, he's, he's like, you know, would you mind stepping? You're beautiful. Asking you, but he sort of says, if you wouldn't mind, like, yeah, um, definitely. Can you ask your daughter? So he's, he's, he's removed his family from from yeah. the house. Um, there are there are other things done within the that's not down to what Hans Lander is saying. That for, yeah. one thing that stuck out to me when I watched it this time is just how dark it is in there compared <laughs> to how beautiful a day it is yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's an absolutely beautiful day, but when they sit down and his daughters leave and the door gets closed, it, it might as well be in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely pitch black. Yeah, it's like fucking hell. They've got a little light, they've got a little candle thing, a little tea light or whatever it is. I, I have. Let, while we're on this theme, let's just let's just jump forward because All the right. passive dominance thing bleeds into the into the, another scene with Hans Lander, um, and that's when um, Emmanuel Mimieux or Shoshana. Yeah. Um, gets taken to meet Goebbels and Wait Goebbels <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so there was there was another um, two, three part, well, in that scene that I considered to be passive dominance in keeping with the other ones we just talked about okay All right. in that scene you've, already, you've just said one the, making a wait for the cream making a wait for the cream yeah I think definitely as well the bit where he pretends where he's staring at her but is pretending that he's forgotten to say something he obviously hasn't he's just seen a reaction yeah i'd think that's less passive i think that's pretty direct you're right okay <laughs> that's like staring someone out yeah definitely definitely and it works because you're just thinking what what is he going to say now yeah what the is camera he, is just slowly yeah. making its way closer to his face and he's just like for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. You know, and he sort of like lights up. But no, I didn't class that as one. Okay. Um, I don't know then. I don't know. Go ahead. You tell me. You tell, you tell me. So, number seven was, was the cigarettes. He offers her a cigarette and he makes a point of saying they're not French, they're German. Right. Okay. Yeah. So towards the end of the conversation, he says, Would you like a cigarette? And, he hand, and she takes one and he yeah. goes, They're not French. He doesn't even say, he doesn't even explain it why. He just goes, They're not French, they're German. And then lights, lights his own. So I, to I, took, I, took that as, I took that as a genuine thing, meaning that French cigarettes are better than German cigarettes. Oh, you mean you're saying, sorry, they're not French, because French yeah. are better? Yeah. No, I, I, I took it as, they're not French, they're German. You're right, smoking, okay. You're smoking. Because I think the whole thing for Shoshana is, you know, she she doesn't want, you wouldn't want to take anything from him. No. Because he's murdered your entire family. Yeah. So he's giving us, not only is she taking a cigarette sort of when she wouldn't want to because she's trying to maintain this ruse and keep her cool mm. and not give away that she's terrified. Um, not only does she, you know, when she takes a cigarette, he makes a point of saying they're German cigarettes as well. Right, yeah. No, fair enough. That's, yeah. That's, that's what I took. It's just an extra, they're also German cigarettes, you know. Mm. Um, and the final one is the drink that he orders for her. Yeah. Oof. Does he know? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> why? Why would he order a milk if he didn't know? <laughs> I, all I thought is because he, he's maybe assuming she's a bit younger than she actually is. Um, that that's all I took from it. But then the, her kind of reaction when he when she, she says milk, he kind of she kind of goes, "Oh!" And at that point, I think she thinks that he knows. Yeah, but then but what I, a strange drink to order for someone on yeah. the random. It is. Like you're in a really nice restaurant. Well, she's Why she's just been drinking just... champagne. Why, why? Yeah. 
just there's got to be a reason for him deciding that yeah i mean maybe it's like he really likes milk maybe he holds it in because it's it's, there's two ways of looking at it there's milk has been introduced because in the first scene it's set on a dairy farm yeah drinks milk and the other way osmosis he started liking milk because of it well, no, I, I, my my thoughts actually precede that. Is right. is when he went to the dairy farm? Is he is he just really into drinking milk? And he's been like, as a dairy farm, because I, I, I love drinking milk. And if I right. went to a dairy farm, I'd be like, and they said to me, "Do you want a glass of champagne or do you want a glass of fresh milk? Fresh milk champagne. all day." Every day. Oh, sorry, milk. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I go for the milk. Hundred percent. Right. Weirdo. Um, yeah well yeah maybe but uh, it's like when I was coming back from fucking Doha on the business class flight and they were just trying to ply me for the champagne I was like what <laughs> stop 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 bringing me fucking Beringer <laughs> I want I want I want some water but yeah I, I saw that as it it's, it's just, do you mean Bollinger you mean Bollinger <laughs> Boll- Bollinger Bollinger that's what I'm at. I think Beringer is a type of am uh, or an actor called Tom Beringer <laughs> I wasn't thinking of him was he, Bollinger. Was he on the flight with you? Should have just settled for a more well-known one, shouldn't I? Brute. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so, but then it, it's too much of a coincidence. It, it almost doesn't make sense because it's too much of a coincidence for him to order her milk by happenstance. Yeah, he, it, it certainly lends itself more to the theory that he knows exactly who she is. Yeah, but why not say or do anything about it? I was going to say, if he knows, then he had time to do something about it through the whole yeah, film. Yeah, nothing came of it. Yeah. He, he, I don't think they ever are in it together again, if I'm right. Uh, no, they're not. No, no. Not. So apart from the fact they're both at the the, the, the cinema. Um, not in the same shots, though. They're not. No. No. They don't. They don't see each other or communicate with no. one another. So he obviously he he either doesn't know. And just orders milk for women in in restaurants, um, which we've all done. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he knows, and maybe the fact that he let her go once is not that bust. Like you say, he, he did his job last time. He doesn't care yeah. that much about the fact that she. she maybe he just cares about. Her, maybe he just cares more about her health and milk is good for you. Like she's had a little bit of champagne now. She needs a Yakult chaser. Yeah, yeah. You know. And it'll mix together in your stomach like a yakult, <laughs> won't it? Yeah, well, yeah. Protein intake. Don't forget the cream. Wait for the cream. <laughs> I know he doesn't say it in English, does he? It's like he says it in French. It's yeah. something like, beaucoup de cream. But the way he's... It, I, I think he's like... There's something about... I, 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 I could not put my finger on it. When I, In fact, I think it's only in, in the last couple of years where I've been able to identify what it is about his character that's... The way he says things and the way he pronounces words, and I think it's quite sort of falls into the ASMR type category. And there's a couple of examples that are going to back this up where I've never been. It's only when because ASMR has only recently become a thing, right? Yeah. Like, as more record, everyone knows what ASMR is. Like Clinton's Barry. Have you heard Barry doing his ASMR? Have you heard that yet? No. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. You call this, you know, Barry who calls, who calls the hotlines and just talks shit to him. Yeah. His neighbour Barry. Hello. Barry from Waterford. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, Barry's now got his own ASMR channel. All oh, right. Okay. And he's going. He's going. What would you like to have? A bit of cake. A bit of chocolate cake. Mm, mm, yes. 
that's really funny. But yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, were, he's, he, the, the, the earliest example I can think of is when he's got his pipe and he's going, my job dictates yeah. <laughs> like that. And it's very like, and, and I've never been able to put my finger on it, but I think it is that. I think it's yeah. something to do with that sort of ASMR type. And then when he's, when he's eating the strudel and the way he's like eating it and, and yeah. the way he's talking as he's eating it and he's, it's very he's like... putting far too much in his mouth at the same time. There's, there's, yeah. one, there's one thoughtful that he takes and you go, you're not getting the next line out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about that first scene yeah. um because i scribbled it so quickly i couldn't tell if it was part of my previous something i've already said right. do, do you do you now maybe you don't maybe you won't remember um do, like do you remember do you remember knowing right. yourself do you remember no fuck i'm not allowed to say spaz but yeah you can be anti-semitic right <laughs> that wasn't me Andy, that's what i like dude. um did you know that um that monsieur lepidite yeah. That's another like ASMR. Monsieur yeah. Le Monsieur Le um, did you did you know that he was hi- did hiding? Is there a way of knowing that he's hiding um, the Dreyfuses under his floorboards before the camera pans down? Because it's very cleverly done. Because it reveals yeah. it, 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 you don't you don't even know until midway no. through that scene, and no. the camera just slowly pans below the table, and you see them like like the floorboards like that. Yeah, and that got it, me thinking. Like, do, do we know? That he's doing that because because Monsieur Lapidite actually seems it, it, he acts as intimidated as anyone would act, whether you're hiding people or not. Yeah. When yeah. you've got a bunch of SS officers in but your I house, think, I think he's also quite good at, at looking quite relaxed, even though he obviously isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think the fact that he's like they're rolling his cigarette up, and you know, th- there isn't a moment because I, I was trying to remember where there's a bit where his handshake. And his hands don't shake at all up till no. the very, very end. So I, I think he does quite a good job. Um, I, I did. I read a thing about that. The, there's a, a line of um, sort of the directors use, and it's it's about um, showing the bomb under the table. And it's right. a, bit of a bit of a trope that people use. You know, if you walk into a scene and you know there's bomb under the table, the sort of mystery is gone. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that Tarantino's um, is kind of famous for. He, he does it twice in Inglorious Bastards um, to extend the tension of a scene. So mm-hmm. he, he 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 said he, he basically has he likes to have an elastic band within a scene, and he'll stretch it and stretch it and stretch it, and then something happens which means he can stretch it even further. So it, it means that a, a five minute a five minute um, interaction won't be as intense as a 22 minute uh, interaction um uh, it, the, the two times he does it is is when he shows them under the floorboards once you know that it's like you say there's a bit of a mystery at first you're not sure it, 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 and it could it could say oh no there's no one here yeah thanks very much and they go 
once you know that they're under the floorboard, it makes the tension above the floorboards even more because now you yeah. know that, that he is left yeah. and yeah, he is exactly. right. And it can only really go one way. Um, and the other time he does it is in the bar. You know, that's already quite a tense scene because it just is, isn't it? And then mm-hmm. the moment that you see the SS officer around the corner, it all kind of starts again because you think, oh, shit, that's that yeah. that's made it even more tense. So, And then once he sits down, you, the whole time you're thinking, they're going to get rumbled here. You know, you know they are. Well, you but, know that uh, guy, I, I'd forgotten that that guy, you see him, I forget it every time I see the film. He's in it two that's or three not the first times, time you see yeah. that guy. The yeah. first time you see him is when he gets out of the car outside the cinema and yeah. he calls Shoshana down from the ladders. Yeah. And he gets her in the car and then he goes to the thing with her and he sits down and has a cigarette at the table with Goebbels and that. Yeah. And then he leaves with everyone when so you know Shoshana he's big. You know he's big up the, you know, big up the, uh, the German yeah. boots. That's not an expression, is it? You know, it's <laughs> it, it's <laughs> highly ranked. Yeah. In the, yeah. Um, but it's just such a, I guess the one thing that is a bit hard to believe is that of all the places they picked, that was the one that not only ha- you could kind of, you could kind of um, understand the idea that, you know, there's a, a couple of enlisted soldiers yeah. uh, who are, who have been given the night off and the celebrating. And you kind of, I can believe that, but the fact that him of all people just happened yeah. to be there on his own in a corner <laughs> hidden from view that's the bit for me where it's like nah fucking hell of all of the little pubs and bars they've tried to pick one that's least likely yeah. to have any germans in it yeah. and you've got one of the senior ranking ss officers yeah. just sat behind there hiding but but i also think the, the problem that they've got there is obviously if, if it was if it was now someone would send a text and say let's move somewhere else or rearrange it yeah. if you sort of think at that point a lot of a lot of cogs have been moved to get to that point yeah and she was already in the bar before she realised that anyone was there. Yeah. So what else can she do? If she just suddenly left, it would look a bit dodgy. Well, I think they could have ridden the idea that, um, you know, because they, they, they basically, they almost get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Because they tell they tell that guy, they say, look, you're, you're actually Walk intruding. <laughs> yeah, and he says, of course I am. Yeah. And it's whether or not he knows for sure at that point whether yeah. uh, whether the bullshit's in. Because it's as soon as he goes like that, uh, yeah. no, he does that. He does that. As soon as he does that, yeah. And he looks like that and he and he says, you've just given yourself away. Yeah. That, no, he doesn't. He just, doesn't. That, oh, yes, he, he does say that. He doesn't say why, though, does he? That's another thing with it. You, you don't know straight away what he's got wrong. Um... You, you don't find that out until they're at the operating yeah, until, on the operating yeah, table. Yeah. On the vets, sort of yeah. Thinking, well, what, what did he? What did he get wrong? Because at that yeah. point, obviously, the first time you see it, uh, every time you see it now, you look, you're waiting for it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know. Well, I guess fr- the, the question is, did he? Because the way he said, "You've just given yourself away." Yeah. Would if that didn't happen, would he have yeah. just gone back to his corner? And- I think so. Or did he know anyway? And he was just like having fun, just like Hans Lander does. It's no, just, I think he's because because his his facial as soon as as soon as his fingers go up, his facial expression changes. Um, yeah. That the lady, her whole mannerisms, the way that she she starts panicking, you can see it in her eyes that she's noticed yeah. it. But you know, the only people that don't know what they've done wrong is the guy and us. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's, it's incredibly clever saying that. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it is. It's an amazing scene. And whenever when I've been to Germany before and I've said three, I've made sure I get it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fazbender, uh, yeah. Fazbender said that when people come up to him in the street, they always do that in his face. <laughs> Good. It's one of the most common things that he has from fans, is people do that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'm eating now just so I can do that. <laughs> you won't be the first. I think, I think it happens a lot, apparently. Yeah, not surprising. There was somewhat, someone was originally factored in to play him, and I can't remember who it was. It was to take Fazbender's part. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I read this too. Simon Pegg. <laughs> yeah, that was it. But he was doing um, uh, some other film. Uh, he was doing the uh, Steven Spielberg's Tintin film. That was it, Tintin. At yeah. that point, yeah. it was just a voice in that. It didn't didn't need to be there. <laughs> Well, you phoned, do, don't you? He could have literally phoned that in. I think we, yeah, I think, I think that's what we like to think about these. I think there's more, a bit more to it than that. Yeah. I think we like to think voiceover, fucking what you just, just like I do to you, just voice memos whenever <laughs> I can, whenever something occurs. I think there's a little bit more to it than that. <laughs> Probably. To be fair, I think Tintin was, um, they golemed it, didn't they, with a lot of it. So I think it was, uh, I think he had to be yeah. there. Yeah. Delivery for a Mr. Tin. Tin? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while we're on that, then, do you know who was originally originally cast to be Donnie uh, Donnie Donnie Dar- Donny, Donny Darko? Flipping that, D- uh, Donnie Donowitz. Donnie Donowitz. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read this too. Go on. No, no, you spoiled it now because I'm going to say it and go, yeah, yeah, I read that. There'll be no surprise anymore. At least oh, who? Who, Simon? Um, think German. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Think Jewish, think think Hollywood actor. Um, why am I? I'm coming up short on my Jewish Hollywood actors. Um, I think it's it, literally it's about two scrolls away on my screen, but I just don't want to do it. Um, I'll oh, fucking you. hell! I'll just Go tell on. you, uh, Adam Sandler. Fucking hell, that was it, Adam Sandler. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah. No, thank fuck, thank fuck. I, I, do you know what? I I don't know. It would have been interesting. No, Simon. No, I can tell you right now. You don't need to worry. It the wouldn't have been is, interesting. I, I I don't think Eli Roth is is good as that character. I don't I don't think he's a good actor. I, I don't I don't okay. think he isn't. He, I more at the end of the film. I think it, when he's in the theater and he's doing all that sort. I think he's actually quite good. I think he's well cast for that bit, but. The the whole build up of when he, the bear Jew comes out of that thing, and you got him going, that he isn't a scary man, he just isn't. I know what you mean. Like I've always thought that, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I have always thought that because obviously the the build up to because I mean you've seen the bear Jew already. You yeah. just don't know which one of them is the bear no. Jew because you you see him when they bust out Hugo Stiglitz. Yeah. Um. You see you see the bear Jew there. Yeah. Um. In the in the shot. You just don't know that it's it's actually him. Yeah. And when he comes out, it's like it's not quite as 
But then I, may, I guess that kind of makes it a bit more realistic because they could have they could have cast somebody. They could have had the Rock in there. I was going to say now it would be Dave <laughs> Batista, wouldn't it? It, it really yeah. would. Someone no, like the, that, yeah. The Rock wouldn't have been able to wear uh, safari shorts, so they wouldn't have uh, employed him yeah. uh, for but that. But you would, you would, as he came out of the cave, you would have seen the silhouette of a juicy man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You definitely would, definitely would. But no, which you're kind of right. Maybe, maybe it is right because I think if we're doing it now, I think it would be someone like that. It'd be the Rock. It'd be Dave Batista. It'd be. I think Tarantino's better than that, though, isn't he? Uh, yes, yes, he is actually. Yeah. No, you're right. He's, and, and you're right. Maybe, maybe casting Adam Sandler would have been like a Mike Myers type situation where it's like, yeah. what the fuck? But actually, it's like, if anybody could make it work, yeah. maybe Tarantino could have done. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't picture it at all. And I can just imagine Adam Sandler doing his, you know, and he starts shouting, yeah. I'm Adam Sandler. Yeah. I'm going to make my point. <laughs> And it, it, it's, it's just, oh, fucking hell, Sandler, all right. I think there would have been a certain point where probably it would have been Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, do, do you know who who um, uh, wanted the Hans Lander part? Um, I do. No, 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 don't look at your notes. I didn't, I didn't look at my notes. Don't look at your notes. Don't Continuity, your notes. Simon. Don't look at your notes. Remember, it's not a quiz. <laughs> no, isn't it? All oh, right, okay. So, um, for the listeners, yeah, you could go, oh, oh who? Uh, Fassbender asked about it and was uh, and was told uh, anyone that gets cast as Heathcliff is uh, as un-German as they can be, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I, I read that, that right? quote too. Right? No, that's not right. No, that's what. Yeah, uh, Fassbender expressed an interest, but he didn't yeah. go for it. So. Yeah, um, DiCaprio is the answer. DiCaprio went for yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he was he was told no, but. Uh, I do have another role in mind for you, yeah. and that was to be the plantation owner in yes. Django. Um, but what what was quite funny is at the time DiCaprio still hadn't won an Oscar. No, oh and yeah, he was really, yeah, he was really pining for that Oscar. Yeah. And then Christoph Waltz won the Oscar for best supporting actor in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, it's, um, it's really it's really only the, it, he's really then, the only person that, that got any award from the whole thing, yeah. wasn't he? But then, but then to make it matters worse for Leo. They then starred together in Django Unchained, and Christoph Waltz won Best Supporting Actor in Django <laughs> Unchained. <laughs> Even though DiCaprio was probably the most well, it, definitely the most memorable thing of Django yes, is DiCaprio yeah. as a plantation. But it was still not only did he lose out on the Hans Lander role, <laughs> he then lost out on the Oscar to the same for Django Unchained <laughs> to Christoph Waltz. I think justifiably though. There'll be many lies told at this table here tonight. Many lies. We're not talking about that film yet. That's the next no, one. Don't. I've never been a massive fan of Leonardo DiCaprio, but I think definitely, I think you're right. He's definitely the best thing about Django Unchained, without a doubt. You can see why. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Imagine having an entire idea of a film like Inglorious Bastards and literally scrapping it on not being able to cast I mean yeah Lander's probably the biggest character in the whole thing isn't he yeah um and just not being able to mm. find or think of the right person and Christoph Waltz wasn't like I mean that that launched him a bit I think he did yeah. you know it wasn't his first role by any by any stretch but it was I mean that's when he came into my yeah sphere oh, most people he came hard into my sphere dirty boy when he was as Hans Lander, and it was like, who is this guy? And because he's um, multilingual, yeah, 
you know, he speaks in German, French, Italian, English yeah. throughout that film. And he voices himself in all of the other versions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he can speak it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know he can't do it, but there's the sort of the sort of a point where you kind of wish that everyone that he's kind of taken along on the journey is in every film. And I think sometimes it's a bit of a disappointment that they're not. You know, it's like, I think Samuel Jackson gets a bit of a, it, it's almost like, a, well, I haven't got anything for you, but you can do this two lines. Oh, um, yeah, that's it. been the case in a couple of films, isn't it? Yeah. Tarantino. Like, bit of a shame. But, he literally, yeah. he, and he does have like two lines in this film for no yeah. reason. When he, I think, is, is it just explaining Hugo Stiglitz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's officially it, down as the narrator, but I think he only literally has two, three lines. Yeah, that's it. Well, he is something that I, I, I haven't properly researched this because I, probably because I fucking I watched that particular part about twenty minutes ago. But um, when uh, Hans Lander is putting in the call to negotiate yeah. with the OSS, yeah, it is. Is it Winston it, it, Wolf? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I was like, that sounds like Harvey Keitel. And if it's Harvey Keitel, well, it can't be. Well, maybe it could be Winston Wolf. I was thinking the wolf is this really elusive, mysterious character. Knowing how things tie in in Tarantino's yeah. universe. There's a good the chance. Wolf is, like, it could very well be that before the wolf went into just being a gangster and just doing, he's like a retired army uh, operative, like, uh, that I mean, ta- timing wise it wouldn't be out the out the question would it it wouldn't and I, but i couldn't find anything uh in the no. sort of well, it's not even named it's not even named it's just, it's just down as um the the head uh, he, he voices the office of the head of the office of strategic services commander that, oh, that's, that's, yeah that's all he's given as a title yeah so yeah. but i mean how old's winston wolf in pulp fiction 60s yeah it's got to be in 60s maybe 70s yeah. even maybe 70s maybe he's 70 on the on the on the nub yeah know, maybe. but yeah <laughs> that's, that's what i was thinking i thought it could add up like he could quite easily be a retired because he is he's super efficient super yeah. precise like the wolf is just like an absolute boss yeah so I guess it would kind of lend itself to his background being something in the military. Maybe, maybe. I was going to say, we're talking 1944 there, aren't we? So I'm guessing Pulp Fiction set a couple of years before it was it was came out. So you're talking 1990. It could be, just. Could be in his early 20s during during Second World War. Maybe. There we go. But then I, don't think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think in Tarantino's mind it has to line up perfectly. No, it'd be nice if it did. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't anyway, does it? It doesn't. No. Like, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things that we know are like kind of lined up, like it, like like Bishemi in in Jack Rabbit Slims. Yeah, is it's like, well, it's like, okay, why else cast? Why cast him? Otherwise, you know. Yeah. It, 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 but I think Tarantino does that a lot intentionally. He lends, he purposely and intentionally Lean, sparks these little things, and it's just like, our, well, our fan theory, fanboy yeah. theories. And I think it's, I, I think his opinion is, look, if you want it to be, it can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like if that's what you want, I'm fine with it, you know. Without having to say, yes, it is, boys. Well done. Tick for you. There's a gold star. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we've cracked Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. He's not dancing to our tune. He's not here to talk about fucking Titchmarsh, is he? Shut, shutting it down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
also, also as we've discussed before, Donnie, Donnie Darkowitz is Lee Don Lee. I can't say his surname. Donnie Donowitz. Lee Donowitz is the director in True, uh, True Romance, but we talked about that earlier on. Okay. Well, here's 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 one for you. Eli Roth. Yeah. Directed the Nation's Pride. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of us needs to. One of us needs to not research anything. Well, next time it could be me. I won't, I won't do any research. You can do all the research. Apparently, Tarantino is one of the people that gets shot in in Nation's Pride. Oh, really? But, yeah, but I've not gone back to look at it. Apparently, there was three hundred extras used in that film. Bloody hell! You wouldn't think it, would you? I mean, there's a lot of them in the in the theatre. No, in, well, the, in, oh, I guess in, 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 the, in the Nation Pride thing, just the actual film, the, the film that they filmed, there's yeah. 300 extras in, in that bit. No. Apparently so. Nah, that, nah, that's bollocks. Well, if you think that, about how many, how many people got shot. No, you, you don't see that many. Yeah, you see a lot. You see them gunned down about 20 people. But, but I think it was, I think, it, I think it was a film. I think, I think you probably could. Oh, you can see it. It's on Blu-ray. It is an actual film itself you can watch. Ah, oh, right, okay. What yeah. starring Frederick Zoller? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm not, I don't think I've ever actually watched it, but I know it's on there. I'm to go and watch it now, actually. There's some weird link, isn't there? With I know that um, on um, the bit on on Donnie's bat, there's an Anne Frank signature. Oh, is there? Yeah, and there's another right. link. There's, there's 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 someone in the some. I know there's there's quite a few. So um, uh, Monsieur Le Petit. Quinn <laughs> is um he he he's cousins with Shoshana, like with the, the actor in real life, like the actor and actress. Right, okay. And s- someone, I can't remember who it is. I just I don't want to just scroll through and find a fact like a fucking dead air when I find this for you. I don't want to do that. Um one of them is is related to Anne Frank. Right, okay. Um yeah, but I, I can't I can't remember um, who uh, who it was. Um, I'm trying to find it now. Aren't I? Yep. Of course I am. <laughs> I'll just play some music now. The staring you reading. One of the signatures that Donny Donowitz collected on his baseball bat was that of Anne Frank, a well-known lit. <laughs> I wish this sort of this article that I've read doesn't really—it's a terrible description of Anne Frank. Like if I was to, if I was to say to you, who's Anne Frank? The, the girl in the cupboard. Oh, fucking hell, you're not better, are you? <laughs> the girl in the cupboard. That was a that was a Carl uh, Pilkerton reference. Um, it, she, she lived in an attic, uh, hid in the. Uh, she was uh, she was Jewish, and she uh, she had to hide. Yeah, and uh, uh, the, and uh, you basically no, no one really knows because the last entry is a bit ambiguous, and uh, you don't really know what happened to her. Yeah, I mean it's fairly obvious what happened yeah, to her, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but. Um, uh, yeah, it's just the way they describe her on this. One of the signatures that Donny Donowitz collected on his baseball bat was that of Anne Frank, a well-known literary one-hit wonder. <laughs> it's like, right, okay. Yeah, there's no sequel. 
Oh, the role of Shoshana Dreyfus's father, Jacob. Right, okay. His father. Did we see him? We didn't see a father. Yeah, is the this 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 he's at the very end. When you see Shoshana on the floor, there's two people behind her and the guy's at the end. Okay. Um is played by a Swiss actor Patrick Elias, right. whose father was Buddy Elias, a first cousin of Anne Frank. Uh-huh. Oh, very good. That was worth the wait. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's a lot of credit for um, Fassbender in that film because he, he he was born in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Was Fassbender? Fassbender was born in Germany, and German was his first language. Yeah. Um, but this came in very handy as his character went undercover and had to speak long scenes of dialogue in fluent German. Um, sorry, Fassbender, who was born in Germany, we raised in Ireland. Yeah. Um, is fluent in German first and English second, yeah. becoming a master of English accents. In the film, he plays an Englishman who goes undercover as a German, speaks German fluently, but is killed because he cannot hide his English accent. Have they so watched think it? It's quite... <laughs> they watched it? Did, did they watch it over the shoulder of someone watching it on the phone, on the train? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this is a good one as well. Uh, Diane Kruger. Yeah. Um, Diane Kruger, also a master of the English accent and best known for her performances in English-speaking films, right. inadvertently fooled Quentin Tarantino into believing she was American and Ooh. caused him to doubt her ability to master the German dialogue and accent. Right, okay. She, she quickly proved him wrong during her audition by actually being German. <laughs> Has this has this website been translated into twelve different languages before you've read it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who she's married to? Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I slipped that one in as smoothly as your your Alpha Romeo passing the M O T. Nice one. Very good. Very good. I don't even have my tea yet. <laughs> if anything, I'd say Diane was probably Freddie's daughter. Who, who is she actually married to? Uh, Norman Reedus. Really? Mm. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I did my so research. Quite a big, is it quite a big age gap? Oh, maybe not. No, I don't think so. Maybe not. I think so. He, I, think he, I think he's 52. She's about 46. All right, fair enough. I feel like that's it's a uh, very accurate guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of weird pairings in Hollywood, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're a bit fucking, they're a bit mental like. You, you Are you just realizing assume, that now? You get, no, well, I've, I've said it a few times more recently, I suppose. I'll say, I was having this conversation the other day, the weekend in the car with Fatima, and I was just making this point that, I don't know, do you get to a certain level and you just go a bit mental or are you just a bit mental to begin with? I guess it's like nature-nurture in the world of Hollywood. I, like, I, I think it's it's generally... You generally find it's older, successful men and much younger, slightly successful women. Up and coming. Yeah, and I, th- I think it basically... They see it... I think the men see it as... Uh, retaining some of their uh, youth <laughs> and it looks good having if you're 50 odd and you've got a 30 well it probably end up being 25 years i don't old, think it? it does look good though no i don't it think it does look i think good. they think it does 
I think it shows that they're still virile and still what's the word? <laughs> Why? Why it just doesn't make it just doesn't make any well, it's it's, 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 hasn't it been said that Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. doesn't like and and the thing is I, I, as over the years I've gained more respect for him but I think that's one part of his personal yeah definitely kind of Ricky Gervais nailed it didn't he in his thing Go on, <laughs> he, he goes, the, the, the problem with it the problem with the uh, the problem with the Oscars is they're too bloody long by the time we get to the end of it DiCaprio's date's got to be too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know if being cynical maybe even the women think well do you know well, this is going to help my career and very often it does so you know they'll they'll pave the way for them to get opportunities and to an extent you, you're going to struggle to refuse the the current wife of Leonardo DiCaprio mm. even if even if she's not a great actress I, I, I guess sort of trying to maintain a, and this isn't a, de- a defense this is just an observation and I'm, you know, what the fuck do i know about being a famous actor but uh, it's probably not easy to have a tri- normal stable marriage when no. you are one of the most famous actors in the world and i, th- I think uh, the people that seem to do it well seem to pro- generally have been together before either of them were famous yeah really they're the only ones that seem to last and, and the problem is, and this, and I don't want anyone to feel sorry for them because a lot of them are overpaid wankers. But it must be quite hard to meet people. And you probably think someone like Leonardo DiCaprio has had like it's a bit, it's a bit of a uh, quagmire type situation, isn't it? Like you're getting older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> and he's like, he's just had girls throwing themselves at him like yeah. all his life. Yeah. And the girls will will will, will be around like like you say, he'll still have like he can be. I mean, how old is DiCaprio? Is he in the middle of mid fifties? Uh, he hasn't got to sixty yet, has he? I don't think I don't think he's fifty. I, 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 oh, he'll be fifty. He'll be fifty. Will he? He'll be fifty. I'd say forty-nine. <laughs> all right, that's fucking fine. Oh, maybe maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's a close one. Um, oh, why don't I just fucking Google it? So I try to figure it out. How old is DiCaprio? He's forty-seven. Oh, I, I knew he was, I knew he was similar age to me. Yeah, so he's a I, bit younger than I thought. Yeah. I was I was ready I was ready to put him at fifty-seven. Me, but um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, you know, if you if you're forty-seven years old and you've still got like thirty-year-olds throwing themselves at you, yeah. But then, at the same time, you think it's just have some. I'm saying have some decency is probably a bit strong, isn't it? Because it's not like he's dating eighteen-year-olds. I mean, how old are the girls that he dates? So they're in the twenties, aren't they? Twenties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? I, I mean, it's, it's. I don't know. <laughs> the, hope of, the, the, the hope of getting a, a, either. Um, Tom Cruise or Leonardo DiCaprio on this podcast is quite slim, and we'd probably just <laughs> probably just slam the nail in that coffin. But I think I, I, I think I, th- I think it's enough said if your justification is what it's legal. You know you're on a, onto a wrong end, don't you? Better <laughs> <laughs> what, what question mark? It's legal. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Like I say, they do live a a quite sheltered life to an extent. They have to. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio can't walk around Stockport Town Centre, even if he wanted to. 
<laughs> everyone else is. Um, so they're, they're very they're very mollycoddled. So I guess the only time they get to interact with anyone properly is when they're acting. Yeah. So you know, and and if you are in, employing Leonardo DiCaprio in a film, and he's got a slap girlfriend slash wife, they're probably going to be a bit younger than him anyway. It's the only place he's going to meet him. You can't, you, can't be, you can't go down to Coco Savannah's in Stockport and try and pull someone at two o'clock on a Thursday morning and have a kebab with them after. He just can't do, get away with it, can he? He'll get mobbed. I mean, may, maybe in disguise. <laughs> yeah, if he just puts if he just puts a grouch or <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well, it's the it's the life they chose, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 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 kind of impossible to say, but I mean, I, I think I think the example I was using for people being fucking weird was actually like I was talking about Harry Styles. Yeah. And obviously, when he when he became famous, he was about sixteen. Yeah. And he was on X Factor a summer, and he he's 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 gone on to have relationships and sleep with two of the fucking judges. <laughs> and he was a kid when they saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and it was like uh, Cheryl Cole and yeah. and he, and he, and, he had, and and Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. And I just think fucking you dodgy f- dirty bastards. They just wait like, for him to bloom. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. He was he was literally saying like they were like oh what do you do is like I, without using the word he worked at Greg's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said I serve people sausage rolls. Yeah. And literally, it's like you see like Cheryl Cole like smiling at him and being charmed by him, and it's like, well, that would be nice if you generally thought, oh, she, you know, he's quite cute. Yeah. She went on to fuck him. <laughs> yeah. That's not the title. <laughs> <laughs> she went on to fuck him. <laughs> and I just think, but Isn't then you it? look at his, you look at the people that he's been because he's still. I mean, he's like I think he's like how old Harry Styles? He's like twenty six, isn't he? Twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. Oh, yes. Harry Styles. He's within DiCaprio's radar. He's twenty. He's twenty eight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not good 94. at this today, me. Guessing you know, he's born in ninety. Born in ninety four, but he's been like, you know, is I think he's been with the same person for a little while now. But is is he's been with people who are way older than him. He's with Olivia Wilde, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Harry Styles, girlfriends. Do you think I'd be googling that? Did you today? Um, date in history. Here knowing, we go. knowing you, yeah, I do actually. <laughs> Here's the meat. <laughs> He's had 21 girlfriends. There are a lot of them are like Victoria's Secret models and shit. Yeah. But there's some that are way older than him. It's like, what is going on? I was going to give us a game. I've even done a jingle, but I think I'm going to do a completely different game now. Are you ready? Go on. Right. Okay. I'm going to get. I'm going to give you a list of people, and I want you to guess their age. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you get it spot on. You get two points. If you right. won either way, you get one point. Okay. All right. 
if you if you're more than one either way, you don't get any points. Fuck all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna write gonna write a few people down. Oh, you had to swing in this. Oh, so yeah, this yeah, be, that the game you already had must have been really shit. <laughs> if this is the one that's made you go, no, actually, this, I'm this gonna play. These are more current. So I, I, I Wait, think what's I'm, the jingle? Yeah. What's the, you made a jingle? You're just gonna sack it off? Yeah. Do it another time. Okay. This is definitely more current. Right, I'll tell you what, we'll do two now, and then I, I, I'll think of more people. I'll, I'll have to make a new jingle, that's fine. Right, okay. Okay, we're going to play the age game. It's a insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Jingle. I'm going to give you a person. Don't don't look at you. Don't look at your computer, Ross. I'm not. Wait, Go you, on. Uh, you right? Okay. I don't know who you're going to say. What, what, I'm not going to just Google them. I'm I want that. you to. I want you to tell me the age of Dame Judy Dench. Uh, Judy Dench. Yep. Eighty-two. Oh, okay. She's actually 87. So, nil point. The man himself, Quentin Tarantino. Ooh. 66. Ooh. It's 59, zero points. So, as you go, <laughs> nil points there. Okay. Quite an easy one to just spin up in it, that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do some more later. <laughs> Okay, well, that was good. <laughs> so I just carry on. Shall I do the five? I, I, I can. I know. I know the five that I want to do. Oh, quite do. Then. I'm, I'll keep them quite relevant as well. Winston Wolf himself, Harvey Keitel. Um, Harvey Keitel, seventy-nine. Oh. He's 83, so zero points for Ross. Now. Okay. Um, John Travolta. 70. Oh, he's 68, so still no points for Ross. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm pretty close. This You're is getting a brutal closer. point. I will, I will say that. You're definitely getting closer. Yeah. Right, last one. Da, 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 da. Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek, she is stunning to this day. She is 56. Did you just search that? No. All right, hands off. I can show you exactly what's on the screen. There's nothing There's nothing on the screen. Yeah, we can all, we can all click, click off porn quite quickly when mum was in the room. Well, Salma <laughs> Hayek got a porn out. Spot on, two points for Ross. So uh, possible, nice. ten, possible ten points, you got two points. Congratulations. That might come back next next time. <laughs> Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Insert jingle. Are we done? Have you got more to say? <laughs> 
I was just looking at some <laughs> anything interesting that I haven't. You know that um, apparently um, the character of um, Lieutenant Aldo, Aldo Rain, Brad Pitt's character, um, is uh, Floyd's um, great granddad. Floyd, as in the pothead on the couch in True Romance. Wow! Right. Okay. That's good. You know that one? You having that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it, it justifies having Brad Pitt playing both. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, this is one that I remember reading um, that I quite liked. Is um, uh, in the scene when um, they pause as Italians in the premiere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Aldo Rain says his name is... Just can, 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 can you give us one sec? Oh, right, yeah, go on. What? Oh, what are we going to do? Well, this is good, isn't it? I'm just watching Simon play with his willy. Sorry, go on. Oh, there he is. Um, he says, it. What, what was that all about? Might become apparent, depending on what you say next. <laughs> okay. He says, he says his name is Enzo Golami. Yeah. Uh, or Girolami. Right, okay. Um, which is the real name... This isn't going the way you thought it was. Is no, it? no, no, but go on. I'm, I'm uh, fascinated. That's the, that's the real name of Enzo Castellari. Enzo right. Castellari is a director of the original Inglorious Bastards. Ah, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's that. good. Yeah, that's very yeah. good, that one. I'll, ta- I'll take it. that one to the grave. Eat, eat it. That's in my back pocket, that one. I was going to say, you, you, you still haven't seen it yet, but um, can you remember the other director's name? Uh, Robert Rodriguez. What other? What other director? The, the other Italian director. What do you mean the other Italian director? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, where, where was that reference from then? What, what was the, the director you said? Where was that from? Enzo Enzo Castellari. Yeah. He he directed the original Inglorious Bastards in the seventies. Yeah. So so why, why did you say his name? You know, because Brad Pitt pauses. He says he says his name is uh, Golami and so right, okay. Golami. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So can you remember the middle one, the middle director? Oh, there's um, Antonio Margarete. Yeah, Margarete. Yeah, and um, oh, and Dominic Ducocco. Dominic Ducocco. Well, once you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's a poster for uh, Operation Dynamite. <laughs> That's one of the films Antonio that he makes. Antonio Margarete, yeah. And Antonio Margarete directed that. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> That's good. What is that book? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, right, cool. It's the novel of it. I need to bring in... Um, it's I found you when I was so... in Hollywood. <laughs> Thanks for that. How can it be... It's not the same time in Hollywood as it is here. What time is it in Hollywood? It's weird. It'll be like five hours ahead. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Or behind, rather. Behind. Mm. Um, no, I, I found when I was sorting the guide out, I found that present that Francesco bought me, and it's a fucking big book on Quentin Tarantino. Really? And it's got all sorts of. That would have been useful for this. <laughs> I know, and I completely forgot about it. I was like, oh, I must fucking bring that out for the podcast. So what I'll do is, I'll um, between now and the next episode, I'll go through it and uh, yeah. I'll pick out some bits that I can, well, there you go. I can show. Like you say, research for you next time. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I have much more to say on on the on the film, really. Um, I, th- I think 
I've said to, every time we've done this, I've said I always forget how good it is until I watch it. This one, I always know it's good. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't forget it's 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 very good. I, I know it's good. It's definitely up there with 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 my film. Like I say, it was the it was the one that I always intend to go and see Tarantino films at the cinema, and I, I never get round to it. This one, like I say, I, I didn't have any intention of going to see, it and I really wish I I did. Because I think yeah. it would have been, I think it would have been amazing. Um, yeah. Right. So I also, I also regret not going to see um, the Hateful Eight at the cinema. I think that would have been then, absolutely spectacular. I'm a bit fucking tightly wound though at cinemas. I've got to be careful because if it's yeah, a film that's like a... dumping pe- uh, Pepsi over girls that are in the audience, <laughs> only if they spit at me first. There's, there's because there's, there's certain films where they're like big epics where it's yeah. it's, it's the volume's going to be big and it doesn't really matter that there's like there's going to be like distractions and people rustling the popcorn yeah. because it's loud as fuck anyway. But with a film like Inglorious Bastards or Hateful Eight or you know Tarantino films aren't known for the volume, are they? The no. only loud part of the film is when you when it's intercut with Nation's Pride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I was sat there and I was you know really wanting to absorb it, which is how you feel when you're watching a Tarantino film, yeah. you, you you hang on every word, you hang on every character. That requires focus, and for yeah. me, a cinema isn't the right place for that. Nine times out of ten, you're going to have people in there who are just going to piss you off, and for me, I'm too tightly wound for it. Like. Maybe some people can just, you know, let it go. Oh, we're at cinema. It's how it is. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. I thought you were waiting yeah. for someone behind me then. I got a bit scared. <laughs> I, I, um, once the film starts, I, I, unless someone's literally trying to, like, jizz in my eyeball as I'm watching it, I, I, I don't get distracted. It doesn't always, happen always, often. Always jizz with you, in it. <laughs> when it? Whenever there's a unless there is, it's going to be something involving jizz. <laughs> Oh, he's found my secret power. <laughs> my when my when my boss said that he listened to he listened to thirty minutes of the first Tarantino episode, and I can't yeah. remember what that was. You know, I can't remember any. You know, that was a while ago to me. Yeah, yeah was that yeah. conversation? Yeah, and it, and I and I said, all right. And he said something about jizz on the camera. I thought, oh yeah, of course it's jizz in it. <laughs> I don't remember that either. No, no. <laughs> but it's you in it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be jizz themed in some way. <laughs> no, that's the title. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'm wrongfully I'm wrongly viewed as the crude one. But no, you're the you're the you're the jizz maniac. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my uh, 80s disco name. Your father, Jismus. <laughs> the jizz that keeps on giving. Uh, no. uh, but yours is mostly arse-related, though. So, you know, if it's yeah. front, it's me. If it's back, oh, it's Oh, I've you. got something to report on that. <laughs> Here we go. Shit I think we need enough. to have... I think I, I do think we need to have... Um, so one of the podcasts, let's do Triple Click. They have a segment at the end of every episode called One More Thing. Right, okay. And I think we need to have something like that. Okay. Um, so where we've, we've concluded... Inglorious bastards. Yeah. And it's one more thing. Um, so you know, you know, I've got this problem with my hand, you know, old skin on my hand, and it's been ongoing. And yeah, 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 fucked, yeah. Fucked. Well, you know, I changed my GP and spoke to them, and and they prescribed me um, some even stronger antibiotics, and the the, the, the book came in with a dermatologist, but they also gave me a course of antibiotics, antibioticals, right. antibioticals, por favor, and um, and and this and and they said. Um, I've, I, you know, I've been on antibiotics. I've been on course of antibiotics for various things 
throughout my life, like most people mm. have. Um, never had any side effects. <laughs> Good God. I've been on these for three days. Right. And first, I just, I just felt sick. Right. And my appetite was just at all-time low. Um, like, I had no interest in food and I felt sick. Right. I was like, this is a bit shit, you know, what's going on here? Like, and then, um, and then I started getting, like, vicious heartburn. Right. And then I Google, I looked at, like, common side effects of antibiotics and, and it's, it's those things. Right. And then the last thing said diarrhea and I said, well, thank fuck I haven't got that. <laughs> I've avoided that one. <laughs> Fatima nearly vomited when she went into the bathroom this morning. <laughs> The thing is, I knew that she was in trouble because yeah. she got up an hour before me. <laughs> you yeah. passed out on the floor. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> <You could. laughs> she got up an hour before me, yeah, and, and, and then I woke up at six and I got up um, to go to the bathroom and, I, and my stomach didn't feel right and I got up and, and as I was walking out of the bedroom, I farted. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just leaving that there for you, though. <laughs> well, she hadn't come in yet. Right. She was, in, she was, she was in here. She was in, she was in the studio training. Right, okay. <laughs> so I, I farted on the way out of the bedroom, went into went into the bathroom, sat on the toilet. I then heard the back door go, because Fatima had obviously finished the training. She was, coming, yeah. she was coming upstairs to get a shower and stuff. And she went into the bedroom, and she went, <laughs> fucking hell! And I went, and I, I was sat on the toilet, I went, what? And it smells like fucking sulfur in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh, um, yeah." I said, "I said it's not much better in here because because it was it was coming out me like bloody dirty tatty water floods. It was coming out in floods, right? Okay." And uh, and and, and she, she went, "It smells like it's bloody sulfur." She goes, "That's awful. Are you all right?" I said, "I, I said it's these bloody antibiotics." I said, "It's because I've barely eaten anything, so it's weird that you you know yeah. I've." I've, I've so um, <laughs> so I came out of the bathroom and she was sat in the middle of the room just waiting for me because she was like, fucking hell, Ross, come on. Like, I'm going to be late if you don't hurry up and get out of the bathroom. I was like, right, got out. Closed the door and I was like, I'm telling you, you're going to want to give it a bit. And she said, did you open the window? I said, no. She was like, well, I haven't got time to give it a bit. I was like, well, it's up to you. She was like, is it bad? I said, it might be all right. I said, I don't know, it might be all right. Anyway, she, she was like, right, I'm just going to go in and do it. So I was, I was sat on the bed in our room and I heard her going, and I just heard this. <laughs> she was like, oh. <laughs> she closed the door. And I leaned around like that to look. And she literally, she was stood in the corridor with the bathroom door shut with her hand on it, just like looking down like... <laughs> Like, like she just experienced something genuinely traumatized. Just seen a murder. Yeah, I was like, "Is it bad?" And she was like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> so yeah, not good, man. I've still got another like probably three days left of these fuckers. I wonder if it's because you're not eating. It was literally like 
like taking like the the, the, the undigested oh, meat for like seven years that he's left there. It's to what meats? Which meats? Ham, beef, pork, lamb, lamb, chicken, crow, white giblets, barbecued tuna steak. What meat? 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 It's definitely like brown giblets. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, it's definitely flushing my entire body out of everything. Yeah. I've subscribed to a new streaming platform, Shudder. Right. Have you, have you heard of it? No. Oh, it's, um, well, it's, it's, it's affiliated with Amazon Prime. Right. Um, it's like a fiver a month and it's um streaming platform specifically for horror. Oh right. And I've seen like, you know, when you're on different forums and you know, a lot of the stuff I can see on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, it tends to be like, you know, it's like films and film trailers and stuff. And I see a lot of horrors that I think, oh, that looks really good. And it's always yeah. on Shudder. And I'm like, what the fuck is this Shudder? <laughs> and and we like to watch horror films in October. Yeah. You know, it's like a bit of a thing, isn't it? It's like the month of Halloween, watch scary shit. And we've been watching a film on Shudder every night. Some of them are pretty fucking spooky, Simon, I've got to say. Jesus Christ, some of them are a bit fucking spooky. I watched one last night, a Spanish film. It was called, it was a Spanish film called Terrified. (laughs) And where are you? Terrified film. Let me just say, I just want to see if, if you... Right. Type in Terrified film and go on images. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Terrified film. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Do you see the picture of that little boy at the table? Yeah. Well, it's, like a, it's like a dead boy. Yeah. Click that. Yeah. I mean, that put the shits <laughs> up me because that. And and it's been one way of traffic for three days, but that put the shits up me. <laughs> that, that there was a scene in the film where there's something going on, and this boy goes to this house in this neighbourhood, and he hears something, and he sort of steps away from this drive, and a bus fucking ploughs into him and kills him. Right. And his mum's having an absolute breakdown. This ten year old boy, and then at night time, the fucking door rings, and like. You hear her like freaking out, and then it cuts to a few hours later, and the police are there, the detectives are there, and you've got this guy, this detective, who's apparently like more attuned to paranormal shit. Right. Okay. And this detective says to him, "You're the only one who's going to be able to stomach this and see this and actually make any sense of it." And all the other policemen are like, "Can we leave, please? We don't want to be in this house anymore." And he takes him through to this room, and that that boy sat there. <laughs> right. And he's been like, he's like, he was buried that day. <laughs> so he's like covered in mud and he's at the table with a bowl of fucking cereal and some cookies. Right. And he's just motionless like that. And some of the police officers are like, we saw him move. We saw him move. And you know, there's something going on that reanimated him. That's just one thing of, oh, I can't stop looking. I can't, I need to stop looking at it. It's making me balls. Yeah, I've, cl- I've clicked off it now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fucking horrible shit in that film. I was like, oh, this is fucking scary, man. But European horror, they just do it differently. Yeah. It's because you, you get used to it, that the conventions of horror when you're used to seeing English and American films. But when you find like a, a Korean one, you know, like an mm. Asian one or, or like a Spanish one, or a, they just do things a little bit differently. And um, 
Well, yeah. I, I, also th- I also think sort of English and American films, it, it's all more about jumps now. You know, so something something yeah. creeps out. Yeah, you wait for something to happen, it doesn't happen, and then it does. And yeah. and that, that's about it, really. You know, there, there are some horror films you watch and you think, well, all that happened was a couple of things jumped out. That, that's not horror. <laughs> that's not, it's, it's just it's just at some point something will jump out and scare you a bit. That that yeah. isn't a horror film. Yeah. And and I think I think like you say I think so Korean Korean films especially are good because it, it, I think for us as well it's it, going back to what we were talking about with um, uh, Squid Game um, because we don't because we're watching people that we don't recognise I think very often it, it it sort of sets you off balance a little bit anyway when you're yeah, watching it does, yeah. like that you know if you're watching a horror film and your Tom Cruises are in it, or you know your big people. You think, well, they're not really going to get killed. You know, yeah. you know that they're going to live through the whole thing. But very much exactly, this is exactly the same conversation we had about Squid Game. But with with like Korean film or Japanese film or something, because we don't know them. You've got nothing to tie it to. You got no expectation. Anyone's fair game for any of it. Yeah. You know, it, it could be. It could be. And, you know, very often they will do that as well. They'll use that, and they'll kill someone who you think's going to be the main character off really early, and then it all it moves on to someone else. So I, th- I think English and American horror films have got quite predictable, which is where yeah films like that come in. Especially, I'm guessing it was in a different language as well. In Spanish. Yeah. So, which you're already slightly off balance again, then, aren't you? It was just fucking. There was there was this one character, and he had like uh, the, the, the the whole idea is this: there's, there's a street, there's just a normal street, yeah, and there's one house where something traumatic happens. But then you realise that there's actually another house on that street that, like a couple of months previous, experienced something really traumatic that wasn't explained. Right. And there's another house, and then it brings it back to present day. And like the guy next door, like the guy that you meet at the beginning, is with his, is with his missus, and they're trying to. She, she, it's like five o'clock in the morning and you can hear fucking banging on the wall behind him. And he thinks right. it's Walter, his neighbor, renovating. Because right. earlier on in the day, he'd said to, he'd, he'd seen Walter in the street. Walter was a young lad. Looks, looks a bit like Eli Roth, actually, this Walter. Right. <laughs> and he said to me, he said, Walter, you've got to stop fucking making so much noise at five o'clock in the morning. You're constantly waking us up. And like, he looks like Walter looks a bit fucking like he's at his wits end and he's like a nervous wreck and he's like oh yeah sorry i'm renovating and i don't get time to do it you know during the day and i find myself like can't sleep at night and the only so i start fucking renovating the house right but then you see what walter's actually going through and he'll like be lying in his bed and then and then his bed will just start moving for no reason in the middle of the night and he'll start hearing things in his room and he'll see silhouettes so he's, he's, he's trying to get help from this doctor who's apparently like a specialist in the paranormal, but she's that exclusive that she says, I, I can't do anything unless you give me proof that there's actually something legitimately paranormal happening. So right. he, get, he buys a little handheld camera, a little camcorder, and he's like, I'll fucking video something. And you see me wakes up in the night and he's had his camera rolling and he's like, he, th- he thinks he's been woken up by something and he's like, what the fuck's that? So he starts looking, he gets he picks his camera and starts replaying it. And he's lying there, and as he's been asleep, this fucking really long, fleshy, nude, bald man has come crawling out from under his bed and just stood over his bed looking at him. And he's like twitching and shit, like... Oh, no, 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 no. Just looking at him. Face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Proper wibble, wibble, wibble. 
shaky Jake, wibble wobble wibble yum. It's a real milkshake. <laughs> and he's just looking, he's, and then it's like, oh god, he looks. Even Fatima was like, oh, I don't like that. He's horrible, him, and he's, he's got like his sort of saggy ass, and and he's just sort of looking, and then he and then he goes into the cupboard. Like you see him like climb into the cupboard. So then he's looking at it, and then he looks at the cupboard, and he fucking opens the cupboard. Obviously, nothing's there. And then he turns around and he sat watching the film to see where this thing went. And then it fucking comes out of the cupboard behind him and seizes him and I don't know, probably shafts him or something. Right. Probably, probably fucks him. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I tell you, it was a horrible film. <laughs> was it good though? Yeah, it was. Right, yeah, okay. it, I mean, it was one of them where like like Fatum was raging and the ending was shit. The end right, because okay. it. But then, I mean, fucking hell. I've said it once, said it a thousand times. I could give two fucks. Sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of an explanation because yeah. you, you realise that there's something to do with an alternate dimension and these things exist in the alternate dimension and something happens where the veil between their dimension and ours is at its thinnest. Right. Um, because because basically this guy realises he, he's looking he's looking across out of his, out of his, out of his living room window and he sees like a bald, gangly figure in his neighbor's living room window. And he's like, what the fuck? But then if he, so if you imagine he's looking out the window and there's like the window pane down the middle. Yeah. And if he looks on that side of the window, he can't see anything. But then if he looks on that side of the window, he can see the bald thing. So he's like that. And they realize that it's to do, this dimension thing is to do with the perspective. So if this guy is looking at under his bed from one side, there's nothing there. But if he goes round to the other side of the bed and looks under, he can see the bald man's feet hanging out. Right, okay. <laughs> so it's like a weird perspective thing. So you can, you, you know, if, if you're looking at it in one way, there's going to be nothing there. But if you look at it from the opposite side, you'll see something. Right, okay. So it's like, right, okay, I get that. But, like, what actually is it and why? And you never find out. It's like this thing just basically kills everybody. And <laughs> half of them end up in an asylum and half of them end up dead. So if, if if that was you, obviously it's not it's not going to harm you. It could quite happily live there forever. Oh, they harm you. They fuck you up. No, no. If if this was you, you woke yeah. up this morning and, and you tell me that if you look on the right hand side of your bed, you've got a, a bald man. Gang- that, gang- with saggy yeah, ass. But he doesn't come out and do anything. He no, he never will. That's that's guaranteed. But you look on the left hand, it's not there. What would you do? Move. <laughs> <laughs> that's i i'd move two fucking sweets as well two points to ross yeah correct answer <laughs> i'd be fucking out of there we had this exact conversation and i started right. scaling i started scaling it back and back and back so i was like okay go fast like, i'd fucking move with no questions asked i would be out of here it's one of the things i never understand in these horror films is why people stay around for so yeah, long yeah yeah i'd leave immediately yeah. i was like okay so what would happen if and I, I, mean, I think the I think the, the furthest back I got was if there was a if a murder happened next door. Right, okay. Let's uh, let's say um a husband just fucking lost his temper and stabbed his wife in a fit of rage and she died. Yeah. Would you move? She was like, Yeah, I'd be fucking out of here. I was like, Would you? I was like, I don't know if that would I thought, oh, No, because that could happen. That could happen anywhere. Yeah. That, yeah, but that's, mean, what, that's what I mean. I went yeah. from saying like, you know, there's a nude ball bloke with a saggy ass under the bed and he's not going to do out to you, but he, you know he's there. What would you do? And she was like, I'd be fucking out of here. I was like, yeah, good, me too. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, what if there was, um, you know, 
what if there was a summit in the garden? Yeah. Yeah, that you knew was there, didn't do any harm, and it just walked through the garden. You know, yeah. it, I don't know. We had a haunted shed. Yeah. And yeah, a geography, geography go, teacher lived in there and just had sandwiches in his pocket. That, that's yeah, it. Go, yeah, Gosvenal Carpen, Carpenter. You yeah. know, whatever. He's in the <laughs> shed. He's, 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 he dates he's, history back, he actually relates to Jesus, but you know. <laughs> yeah. He's stuck for all eternity. He's stuck in limbo, mending yeah. bike punctures. Yeah, he's actually quite used to it, anything. <laughs> no, he doesn't do your puncture. He tries all to right, fix yours. Right. His hands go straight through it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, she was like, nah, fucking couldn't, couldn't, couldn't deal with it. No chance. Couldn't right. I was like, okay, what if there was, um, you know, like out the front of the house? <laughs> you know, just trying to get slowly further removed yeah, from yeah, the yeah. being a bald, paggy ass ball bloke under your bed. <laughs> which, is, which is ultimately all of our aim for everything, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the most extreme example of anything. You always you, you, you exercise so much. You, yeah. <laughs> if you inevitably you know if you follow something to its worst outcome it's that it's 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 saggy ass bald man under your bed <laughs> but yeah i think i think what i learned is fatima wouldn't stick around for anything no she'd be fucking out of there what what about <laughs> obviously you've been in that house two years now yeah so what do you think she'd do she found out that the previous occupant was killed by the husband in the kitchen. Yeah, she'd want to move. She would. Okay. We found that out here the year after we got this house. Really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. How did they not? Why did they not tell you? They're supposed to tell you that shit. Oh, because it was one before. So I think if it was a previous one, I think they would have had to have told us. So because it, the... it was also twenty years ago. So you know things. And were it was. Then. And it was a couple, and one of them murdered the other in yeah, the kitchen. Apparently so, yeah. <laughs> no wonder you never want to put UV on in the kitchen. <laughs> Who knows what you're going to find on the walls? It also means we get away with anything because anytime the police comes out, previous murder, mate. Nothing doing, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of meth. <laughs> That kitchen was a murder scene once. You're going yeah. to do me for, 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 for putting it. that in my for putting that in my. They actually make the meth meth to make, mask the smell of the blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, about a year after like, we, we moved in, we were told by next door that yeah, that happened there. Fucking well, I know, I know out the um, out the so along the front of the village. You know, yeah. when you're driving, you know where Samuel Valentine's is, and you and yeah. those. There was um, a guy who killed his whole family and then killed himself. Beautiful. Yeah, not the front. And we, we, we heard, I think, I think we, yeah, we learned about that before we moved. Um, but yeah, it was like, yeah, I mean, it's, that's bad. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, is it, Ross? Oh, th- thanks for that. Yeah, I'll make a note of that as well. Just, just so I know. <laughs> but think, uh, I, I, things happen, don't they, in this world? Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the whole point of the conversation is at what point do you, yeah, does Where's that the impact you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and obviously the cut off for us is, well, a family, got, a, fam, a, fa, a, family, a family got massacred five minutes down the road. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll move. We'll 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 continue with the move. Yeah. Um, but 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 if but if there's a if there's a chapless ball block under the bed, then we'll we'll lose a deposit and move on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> No one to think any less of you, Ross. Don't worry about There's it. There's levels to this game, Simon. <laughs> well, look, you know, we found that that we that 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 bloke that died out, out yeah. the back recently. Yeah. You know, that's, and that was that's really... different. 
That's different. That that what that that ended at yours didn't didn't start and end there, did it? That's what I told the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all brand new stuff on the meth lab, lads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any good any any good lab tech will tell you that beaker's been used no more than five times. <clears throat> Of course, it hasn't got any stickers on. Have you met? Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> Seems very tense, Mister Skirm. Nope, just got a fresh batch of stickers off of beakers for making that. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we do an outro? Yeah, go on then. I feel like we didn't talk about the film that much. Yeah, I think we did, though, didn't we? Yeah, plenty. I say it's collectively one of our favourite ones, but I don't think we do it justice, really. Have you learned nothing in three years of doing this podcast? <laughs> so, thanks for joining us. Uh, that was uh, a, a very in-depth um, review and uh, our take on Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I think collectively, probably uh, one of our favourite films of Quentin Tarantino's. Um, so, yeah. Enjoyed that one. Really enjoyed watching that one again last night. Did you enjoy? I'm going to enjoy watching. I'm going to enjoy watching the rest of it tomorrow morning. <laughs> As I said last time, it's it, we watched it the ta- like a couple of days before we decided to do the Tarantino thing. So it's the, it's the one freshest in my mind. But I was so glad to watch it again last night. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it. I think that, I think it was Death Proof. I probably would struggle to watch it, um, yeah. but with it being this one, um, I was I was glad. But yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So next time should be da, 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 Django. Django. Django Unchained. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So see then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I was just remembering scenes of Django. Yeah, you definitely looked like you were about to say something, like you were yeah, trying yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think my first instinct was uh, Quentin Tarantino's Australian accent. There you go, mate. There's your joining, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Most jarring okay. scene in the whole film. Uh, but yeah, but, uh, so yeah, that was Inglorious Bastards. And uh, next time it will be Django Unchained. Thanks for listening. Um, like, subscribe. Do we still say that? I don't know. Subscribe on it so you know when the new episodes are coming out. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Say bye, Ross. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Told you, I nailed the intros. It's the outro they're struggling with now. <laughs> yeah, I've done it so long. We do need to. We have kind of stopped talking about like the, uh, you know, the 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 stick around sort of following us and where we're available yeah. and the Patreon and I think we've fallen I th- out of the habit. I, th- I think I'll, I think we should do happens, that at the beginning. We should do that yeah, right maybe. at the beginning. I think whatever happens, I'm probably going to knock the Patreon on the head at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's for the. Uh, it sounds like I'm, I'm not. Want you to feel sorry for me, but it's a lot of extra work for well, now no just two, two people. And one of us, if you already said, doesn't really listen, so it's just literally yeah. Edwin that yeah, I'm doing yeah. it for. Um, I think we, 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 the, the worst thing is we've paid off all their mugs and then suddenly everyone's gone, so <laughs> now just it's just like pennies, it annoys yeah. me. Yeah, um, fair enough. So, so I, I'll, sort of, I'll sort of miss it, but I think I'm going to have to for my own sanity more than anything. No, I, that's fine by me, honestly. That's I, I don't mind. It's that's uh, fine. It was just to try and get a bit of extra cashing, wasn't it? And the thing is, it, it was for for quite a while. It was paying for Zoom and Photoshop to be able to do it. Whereas yeah. now it's just like. <laughs>
Don't even make yeah. a dent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and every guest episode, I make four episodes. So it'd be, it'd be one less I've got to do. I mean, I want to get another guest on. I'll do what I yeah. get another guest in. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I keep telling Charlotte she'll, she'll be on within the next couple of weeks. And, you know, as soon as we've done Tarantino, we'll get it done. But we're still doing Tarantino. <laughs> oh, we've got another three, haven't we? Three, three films yet, I think. Django. Hateful and one once upon a time. Hateful, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. that bad, but I suppose we, we've we've passed. It, it's 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 not like it's hard work, is it? We're watching. No, we're no. Watching, we're watching films that we love, so it's not really. A yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Just, uh, I think the, right. the 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 idea of doing two films a two films a time didn't last long. <laughs> no. You, you do feel like you cram a bit doing it like that, though. Yeah, well, like we you're, sort of, the, the first you're working we towards getting to the second one, and it's just it just feels a bit crammed. Yeah, and then you <laughs> then you remember something you meant to say on the last one, so yeah, you end yeah. up going back to it anyway. So yeah. this this makes far more sense. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, right, I'm gonna go get some food. Yeah, see that's fine. Can, see if I can keep it down. Yeah, or or out. Yeah, because I feel weak as I feel weak as fuck because of it. Didn't train this morning. I just feel lethargic as hell because I'm like I'm not not eating anything. Um, you know, so I, just don't I, feel I, good. I was I, I didn't want to. Be, obviously, I'm going to cut all this out. But do you do you have do you have eggy burps ever? No. A burps that smell like sulfur. No. No. All right. No. Very rare. Well, were you going to were you going to ask if I had IBS? Yeah. Well, it was. Because it's the sulfur, it's the sulfur thing. That's what I don't get. That M does. Oh no, that was that was only uh, just one, that one. because of that, that was this morning because um, it's just turning my guts inside out. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, not not normally. That's what Fatima says. She goes, Ross, if you because I, because I fart frequently, yeah, and quite loudly. The saving grace is they're very rarely about, smelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fatima would say, Ross, we'd be done if you because you fart that much. If it actually stunk, we'd be done. I won't be able to handle it. No. Um, but Especially it's like, if stung like that. Yeah, it's, it's when I'm ill or when something's not quite right. Yeah, um, but everyone's yeah, these, like that. Yeah, so normally I can I can I can pat to my heart's content and it's all right, but it don't don't stink. But uh, yeah, these things are, are um, yeah smell Lethal. like fucking yeah the mine the mines. Vines of Moria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Like I said, right. it's with, with with her the first time with first with when we know she's not well, the, the burps smell like that. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, obviously, like I say, IBS tablets and things stop it, but it doesn't stop it from starting. It's got to start no, before you can sort it. It's just uh, yeah, reactive maintenance. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Different for her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, okay. Uh, do you reckon we'll squeeze one in next Monday? Twenty-four. Um, definitely not next Monday because I'm in Manchester playing this gig. All oh, right. Okay. Um. Oh, so. Fucking hell! Actually, wedding the week after. I didn't mean it like yeah. that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's coming around quick. Uh, yeah. Fucking um, hell! Halloween. We haven't done anything for Halloween. <laughs> you'll be here. You'll be here on Halloween. Well, is that the Monday night? Right, okay. Yeah. Is that are we staying the Monday night then? Right. I, I, Charlotte asked yeah, me that. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't sure. You stay you're staying the Monday night and the Tuesday night. Right, okay, and Tuesday. Right, okay. 
Right. <laughs> I think Charlotte's at work on the Monday, so we'll probably have to come from there. Oh, that's fine. There's no there's no rush yeah. to get here on the Monday. Yeah. Um, get here whenever you want on the Monday evening. Yeah, that's fine. But, uh, but, but yeah, stay over on the Monday and Tuesday nights. Yeah. Oh, I asked Charlotte about the tu- the Tuesday morning. Yeah. And she said, obviously, just because she she knows us better, she'd have preferred to come with us to to Leeds. But fair enough. But but if Atom wants her to stay, she'll she'll stay. She doesn't really mind. Oh God, this is one of those things where Charlotte's going. If she wants to, then I will. No, no, if Fatima's no, no, going, no, no, if she no. wants to, then... she'll stay. She'll stay with Fatima. She'll stay with Fatima. That's kind of what I was saying. Oh, she's going to stay with Fatima, right? Yeah. Fine. If, if if there was no, you know, if it was a a quick knee jerk reaction, still she she would say like she'd go with us, but she's quite have to stay with Fatima as well. Well, she can come with us if she wants to. <laughs> Don't complicate it. Don't complicate it. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, whatever she wants to do. Yeah, that's fine. Are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit. I'm. A, I'm. I'm a little bit nervous for some reason, but yeah, I am looking forward to it. Yeah. What nervous for? Uh, I, I just. I always. It's one of those things. People think I'm bullshitting because I think people. I think. I think people think I like being the centre of attention. I don't know where the fuck I get that from, but um, I do actually get very, very nervous when I'm anticipating something that puts me at the centre of attention. <clears throat> mm. Historically, though, it is it's more about the bride, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know she's stressing it's not. Her. It's not, but it is. Yeah, she's stressing you know, as well. She, well, she's stressing about what to wear. Um, but yeah, anyway. Well, are, you, are you just oh, wearing a suit? Are you just wearing a suit? Yeah, I'll wear a suit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wear the same same suit I took to uh, Lewis's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I might end up wearing something very similar. Or I was going to wear because I've just bought a new suit for my mum's wedding. Right, okay. Um, and that's, that's next year. Right, okay. So I thought I might wear it for this as well. Um, as well. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want to put it on and see how it looks and fits before I decide if I'm going to wear it to our wedding or not because I might not like it. Right, okay. But, uh, I've, I've been told to buy it because it's the same one that um, basically like the me, um, her fiancé and her fiancé's son are all wearing the same suit. Right, okay. So so I I, I didn't I had to. Right, okay. Not fair enough. Yeah. Right, Thanks. I'm gonna go and eat because uh yeah. Yeah, no worries. All, All right. right, I'll speak to you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.